0: Assalamualaikum wa rahmatullah Dear brothers and sisters, welcome again to the episode, a new one, a new episode of your program, Ramadan in Islam. We are still talking about some of the narrations of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about Ramadan. And one of these narrations, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man Ramadan, whoever passed Ramadan, wa واحتسابا with a good belief, so he believes in Ramadan, he believes that it is obligatory, he believes that it is important to fast, he has the intention that he, d- he only needs the reward of Allah, he is fasting only to get the reward of Allah, then Allah, uh, the Prophet wasallam narrated that all his bad deeds in the past will be um, will be demolished, all his bad deeds will be taken off, will be wiped off, so that's what the Prophet Muhammad has said, so it is very important, only two things if you try to do during this month, fast with a belief, with a strong belief that fasting is important, fasting is obligatory, and we've already mentioned some of the important important things uh, about fasting and how it, it, it makes the Muslim personality a strong one how it makes him able to do anything that he wants to do if he can stop himself from what is allowed he should be able to do anything just anything he wishes to do he should be able to do so in addition to these uh, beneficial parts of Ramadan from the, for, from the part of living in this life also we get the benefits of the rewards in the hereafter and one of the important rewards is this, that all your mistakes will be wiped out and the only two things that you need to do is to fast with a strong belief and to fast with an intention that you are fasting only for Allah. This is very important, this is what is called in Islam Tawheed, what is called the oneness of Allah, and this is the actual difference between Islam and most of the other religions is that a Muslim has a direct relationship with Allah he doesn't need any mediators and in actual fact in Islam, if you use any mediator or anything between you and Allah then you are committing the biggest sin in Islam which is called shirk which is associating anything other than Allah with Allah in your intention Allah said in the Quran Allah will not uh, will not accept uh, shirk associating anything with Allah Uh, He will punish for that and He will accept uh, uh, other mistakes other than shirk Allah might in the hereafter wipe them out if you have done good deeds uh, they are good enough to wipe out such mistakes even though you've been doing them in this life but the mistake of shirk and so with Allah anything else is not going to be wiped out in the hereafter unless a person repents before he dies so this is a very important thing so one of the important things we learn during the fasting of the month of Ramadan that we have a direct relationship with Allah nobody knows that you are truly fasting or you had eaten something, or drank something, or you've done something that is not allowed during the fasting time in Ramadan only Allah knows so you have a direct relationship with Allah you don't need any mediators, you don't need any associators and this is very very important concept in Islam the oneness of God, the oneness of Allah Muni as they say in contrast with polytheism, where there are things that are associated with Allah you don't need a religious person in Islam to bring you near to Allah. You don't need anyone else but Allah to be, uh, to be related to him. If you want to ask Allah for something, all you need is to put your hand up and ask Allah. You don't need any mediator. You don't need to go to a grave. You don't need to go to a, a holy person. You don't need any of that. You have a direct relationship with Allah. And the closest you can be to Allah is when you are making sujood during salah when you're prostrating you are the closest to Allah and that's the time if you want to ask Allah for something you should do and during the month of Ramadan we do a lot of extra prayers tarawih prayers so we have a plenty of things and plenty of time to ask Allah for things that we want in this life and hereafter the Prophet Muhammad as Abu buraira narrated he said that when Ramadan comes the doors of paradise will open and the doors of hellfire will close and the shaitan or uh, the jinn who ask people or who try to make people do wrong things will be held. But uh, uh, this is what the Prophet Muhammad has said and this hadith means that this is the time where Allah opens His doors for you to repent and to go back to him and to do deeds that make you close to Allah and close to going to his paradise in the Hereafter. and this is the time where the doors of hellfire are closed where you can easily do good deeds that take you away from hellfire this is the time that shaitan that usually or, or bad jinn or bad evils or the evil who usually tell people to do wrong things, make people go away from Allah. He is the enemy of a human being who asks him all the time to do wrong deeds, to commit adultery, to steal, to cheat, to do all type of wrong deeds, to associate anything with Allah. This these strong evils they they will be held away from people that fast during the month of Ramadan. So you will be left with your own soul and that soul will direct you to good deeds or bad deeds and this is a very important concept also in Islam that when you do a bad deed you you cannot uh, project the cause of doing that bad deed on anyone else it's only you it's only you have yourself to blame and that is also a very important thing in Ramadan when the bad evils are kept away from you you have only your bad soul that directs you to do something wrong so if you can treat this bad soul if you can increase the goodness in your soul and leave and keep away the badness and the bad desires then you should be able to fight the evil uh, after Ramadan and during Ramadan so this is a very important hadith that, uh, uh, that we get a lot of important uh, benefits and a lot of things to learn from this hadith that in Ramadan uh, you have your soul to treat, you have your soul to control, you have your desire to do something that is not allowed uh, to teach yourself that during this month you are able to stop yourself from what is allowed, so you should be definitely able to stop yourself from what is not allowed. Now we come to uh, some other hadith that the Prophet Muhammad had directed us to learn and he narrated. And one of these hadiths shows you the importance of not only to starve oneself and to be thirsty in Ramadan, but the importance of teaching oneself to stop from all bad deeds. The Prophet Muhammad has said, Man lam yada whoever does not leave cheating and doing bad deeds in Ramadan, then Allah does not need him to be thirsty and hungry. What this hadith means is that even though it is obligatory on you as a Muslim to fast the month of Ramadan, but even though you have to fast it, whether you are cheating or not, whether you are stealing or not, whether you are doing bad deeds or not, you have to fast, because if you don't fast, it's one of the five pillars of Islam that you are not fulfilling. As you know, Islam has been built on five pillars. shahada on la ilaha allah, the testimony that Allah is only one and the Prophet Muhammad وسلم is his last messenger, to do salah, to fast Ramadan, and to give zakah, to give charity, and to go to hajj if you, are, if you can afford it once in your life so this is one of the pillars of islam and if you if you don't do it then your islam is not strong enough it's not standing on one of the strongest pillars that uh, that is fasting the month of ramadan but as the prophet narrated if you don't stop cheating if you don't stop doing wrong things then allah did not made it obliged on you to fast just to make you hungry and to make you thirsty allah has made you fast so that you fast from every bad deed. You fast from cheating, you fast from stealing, you fast from adultery, you fast from drinking alcohol, you fast from committing shirk, you fast from everything that is a bad deed. You fast from not wearing hijab if you are a woman and so on. You fast from treating your wife badly, you fast from treating your husband badly, you fast from leaving your children without good attention. So, all things that are not allowed in Islam and all things that are obliged in Islam, you should be able to teach yourself during this month to do them all and to refrain from all bad deeds. And this is the essence of Ramadan and this is what is understood from this narration. Now, finally, we want to say what is the punishment of those who do not fast Ramadan and they are obliged to fast. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu seen that punishment. He has seen people that were hanged upside down and their mouths were full of bleeding and are cut. And he had seen that during Isra al-Mi'raj when he was taken up high to the sky during Isra al-Mi'raj. He had seen people that were treated and punished that way and when he asked He was told that these are the people who did not fast when they should have fasted. Now, if you did not fast Ramadan in the past, what should you do? Well, you should just repent. Allah is very, very merciful. Allah is the most merciful, the most gracious. If you repent to Allah, Allah will reward you that He will change your bad deeds in the past into good deeds. He will change your bad mistakes into rewards. But all you have to do is just repent. This is the month of repentance. This is the month of going back to Allah. And I will end the hadith uh, of, of the Prophet Muhammad that I am narrating to you. By hadith, that is not a strong narration. That is not authentic. And what I want to demonstrate to you is that even though this hadith has a good meaning, but it is not authentic. And we should, as Muslims, stick to authentic hadith but I'm narrating that because it's a very common uh, well-known hadith and people say it a lot but it is not authentic. We have plenty of authentic hadith in Islam and we don't need to narrate non-authentic hadith because we only get reward if we do what is truly authentic and what is truly narrated from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu and if we do anything that is related to a non-authentic hadith we are not going to get any reward and in addition if we spread it with, between people we might actually be getting punishment but this hadith it is not authentic as I say it says fast and you will get good health." now the meaning of this hadith is true as I will demonstrate to you in the next few episodes we will be talking about fasting and patience Fasting. And healthy and non-healthy people, what should they do during fasting Ramadan? And how Allah was very merciful on them to allow them not to fast Ramadan if they are very ill. But we will be demonstrating how fasting is good for health. But as I said, this hadith or this narration is not authentic. So I end this episode with this non-authentic hadith. Fast and you will get good health. And inshallah in the next episode, we will demonstrate that by scientific evidence and we will show you that actually fasting gives you good health but it was not narrated that the Prophet said that and we'll see you tomorrow in the next new episode thanks